1: My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that will help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up, and inspire you to love yourselves even more. I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I am just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Hi there guys. Um, this is my first live broadcast. Um wanted to come on and have everybody uh have the opportunity to be able to interact and you know ask questions or tell us, you know, whatever. Um I'm also gonna have a couple of guests um with me. You've seen if you've watched my videos, you've seen uh, them before. Um, Michelle and Nancy will be on. Uh, here momentarily. And uh, like I said, it's, I, I really appreciate this opportunity and glad that you guys are, well, you know, glad you guys are with me on this journey. Um, sorry, you have to be here, but um, I'm glad that uh, you're you're here with me helping me to help people. So, um, without further ado let me bring michelle on um i see she's in our little waiting room and feel free to post comments and ask us questions as we go along okay hi hi, Donald. hi how are you
2: i'm doing well how about yourself
1: doing all right it's been a been a couple months since we talked so yeah. our how are, how are you doing how are things going
2: everything's going really well um We'll have I'm sure we'll get into some some things deeper than that, but yeah, sure. everything's going really well overall
1: cool, cool cool well um thank you for being here um I know this is uh like I said in my email this is the first time I'm doing a live, so you know we'll see how it goes hopefully um some of the people watching um will interact with us that's that's the whole idea, so yeah. get uh some actual live conversation going on. Um, So for anybody else who's out there, yes, just post in the comments. I'm pretty sure um, that both on the Facebook um, groups that it's posted in and the YouTube um, channel, that when you post a comment, I should be able to see that. And then we can, we can respond to you. So
2: are you live on both? Are we live on both platforms?
1: I am. I am. Good. Yeah. So I've got two Facebook groups that's in and then the YouTube channel um, awesome. that it, that it's on. Yeah, I'm using the uh, this this program that I'm using allows you to do that and multiple other things. So um, so it's been really been really cool. So it's been quite a uh, quite a journey for for me anyway, doing this. Um, you know, I've gotten lots and lots of positive feedback and, you know, a little bit of, uh, constructive criticism, uh, which is fine. Um, and then I don't know if you saw the most, I think it was last week's most recent, or if you saw that it was posted the most recent, I actually had a conversation with a gentleman, a young man. Um, uh, he's an estranged child. So, uh, um, so that went pretty well, I think he, uh, he um kind of explained his situation and it i think it you know sheds some light for some people um it
2: wasn't my son was it
1: <laughs> no no it was not um, so at least they didn't mention that he was your son yeah so, um so i don't believe so but um yeah um but it went well i, th- I think having more of those uh can't hurt um and being able to to talk to some of those people. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it'll help some of us parents figure out if we really do have something that we need to need to deal with. So, yeah, um, but
2: it's good to have both perspectives, you know, for sure, it, it nobody can we can't see outside ourselves. So we have to really work on being able to um, be the observer of our behavior and our mind and our thoughts and all of that. So.
1: Right. Right. Um, no. And I know that, you know, part of what we talked about when, when we talked before was that, sorry, uh, Nancy's uh, having a little issues. So let me send oh, the link again. Um,
2: you know me, I can just talk. I can.
1: <laughs> I can <just laughs> Clearly <talk. too. laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I um, I just yeah, like you said, having more perspectives and, and we can't heal anything and let, if we don't know and we don't realize what's going on. So, right. um, I think he made some really excellent points um, about the whole thing. So, uh, and I've already gotten some good feedback, you know, about it. I was just talking to a a gentleman um, a little while ago on the phone who who maybe wanted to do an interview and uh he he enjoyed the the young man's perspective his name was phil if anyone is asking by Ooh. the way so um but uh yeah so as far as us goes i mean what's going on with anything going on with me i uh you know as everyone knows i'm Technically, I'm, I'm no longer estranged from my son, although we have a little bit of a difference of opinion about some things, But um, so it's a little strained, but I think that's kind of normal, the normal kind of strained stuff. Um, I was uh, able to see them a couple of weeks ago, so that was nice, uh, see the grandchild and stuff. So um, so there, there is some hope, I, and I have heard of other people, both in the Facebook groups that I'm a part of and the people from the, uh, the YouTube channel and the podcast that mention, um, that they've been able to communicate a little bit. So, um, so that's the whole idea, but let me see if, uh, if, if Nancy's able to get in still, I think that was her that just tried to call a moment ago. Let me text her. So this is the kind of stuff that happens when you're, you know, live streaming and, you know, new to all of this. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, I've watched a lot of people um, do this. And so this is certainly not, um, not unique um to this we do have a. Uh, oh hold on just a second sorry i think this is probably nancy okay nancy <laughs> hi there oh <laughs> you yeah Oh, uh, check your email. I just sent you another email with a link, uh, and that should—you should just have to click on that link. And <laughs> all right, sounds good. Thanks. Technical difficulty. She's on her way. Um, I do see a couple of comments, so that's great. Um, I'm going to show them on the screen here. Hopefully, I do this right. Um, I
2: can see them on mine.
1: Can you? Okay, yeah. so I assume that's talking to me, Elizabeth. Um, but my my estrangement lasted for almost three years, and I was able. To, uh, my youngest daughter ended up. Uh, well, not ended up. She was graduating high school, and I invited my son to to the uh, graduation, and surprisingly, he came. It was very awkward. Um, just because it's been so long. And um, then after that, we started, we started emailing back and forth It it kind of brought his walls down a little bit. Um, And we started emailing back and forth, he told me some of the things that he had an issue with. um, And I was able to try to explain some of those. So um, it was really I I don't think it would have happened had it not been for, for that. Um, and he had some other stuff going on with his um, mother and his grandfather um, on her side. And um, I, I don't know that it would have happened if that hadn't been the case, if I hadn't been able to invite him to that. So I hope that um, answers your question. So,
2: Hey, there's one on there, Don. How do you worry that you might say or do the wrong thing and they'll be gone again?
1: Can I grab absolutely, one? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Please.
2: So that's actually happened to us. Um, our son last year was upset that we wouldn't give him money for his uh, baby shower. That was over the top in my opinion, but you know, it's his baby shower. He can do whatever he wants. Um, but I wasn't going to pay for that. And he actually scheduled it on my husband and I 32nd wedding anniversary. And I don't even think he knew that. And it's like, well, we're going to be out of town during that time. So he was very upset with us. um, And we didn't go because we were traveling and it didn't speak to us for several months. And his, his baby was born during that time. Um, There was, I, I don't even really know why he was upset other than I felt like he was acting out a little bit because he was trying to get us to pay for things. And I mean, that's my perception. He might have a completely different one, I'm sure. Um, and I just don't like being strong armed into doing things that I didn't agree to do. And so I have no problem saying no. And you know, if they get upset, that's on them. But he went away for several months and then he was back. And then when we wouldn't do what he wanted again. So this is kind of his way when he doesn't get his way, he takes his ball and goes home. And this is kind of his way of that's how he operates. Um, so do I worry about it? No, I actually expect it because that's kind of his way of, of operating. And I'm I'm a little annoyed with it quite frankly it's it's like he needs to grow up in my opinion so um we my husband and I were talking today and it's kind of like yeah we're over it so we'd love him we we'd love to have him in our life but it isn't this isn't a one-way relationship so he's gonna have to grow up if he keeps saying we're treating him like a kid and it's like well you're acting like a kid so you know that's a two-way street there so anyway that's that's how I look at it. Yes, they probably will be gone because once they realize that works and it hurts us, which is what they want to do, then they're going to do that again.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Nancy's here now, so let me bring her on and uh, we'll uh, continue our conversation.
3: Hi. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: change this layout a little bit. There we go. Uh, how are you? How are you doing today?
3: Having technical, well, technically <laughs> <you're laughs> technically <little bit>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
3: So, um, what are we doing? Uh, just a moment. Just, just
1: <laughs>
3: <anything>. Wow! wow. Looking at the end of it. That's your camera,
1: right? Yeah. You I want you to fit better. <laughs> better. No worries. Technology is always fun,
3: isn't it? Oh yeah. Technology's going to kill me. (laughs) Technology. So here I am. What are you talking about?
1: Very good. Sorry, you had a little trouble getting on. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's new to me doing this, so I'm I'm learning too. So. Great. um, But let's try to make it a little even. Okay, cool. Um,
3: He's going to get some books up. Cool. You're still clear. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Nancy. Nice to meet you. You too. much so.
1: Yeah.
3: should help a little bit. And
1: we appreciate his help, too.
3: (laughs) I don't know why I'm so grainy, but it's a lot of (laughs) flaws. You you make green
2: look good, Nancy. Oh, (laughs)
3: yeah. Very good. Thanks, Tim. I don't know why it's all blurry. Thanks, Tim. (laughs) Bye. Sorry.
1: (laughs) So... Sorry. But, I'm like- uh, no worries. No worries. Like I said, technology. So um, I just appreciate it. I, I should tell you, Nancy, I was just having a conversation with a gentleman earlier. I don't know. I know you said you saw us on YouTube, so I was talking a little about it. But um, the gentleman who may want to do a, an interview at some point, he's he's a little older than I am. And uh, he mentioned your specific uh, video and, and a lot of the things that he could really relate to uh, the contract thing and <laughs> how how you had to do that he reminded me of that when he said that I'm like oh my gosh you're right I forgot about that but you're right that was a little out there but oh, uh, totally out there yeah so but I appreciate you coming I like I was telling everybody else I think just just uh, being then people being able to interact and we are getting some interaction from some of the people watching on Facebook and YouTube which is great um, to to help just just that much more. So so I appreciate it. Um, to that end, we have um, another person. And just so everyone knows out there on Facebook, I'm I'm remembering this now that I'm looking at it. I don't see names on Facebook. With YouTube, when you comment on YouTube, it will come up with your name. So just keep that in mind. So. Um, so I have another question,
3: um, a new year. Oh, I see. yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Um, so I'm not sure parents experience the same difficulty when I find my thoughts spiraling, I've been depressed, but getting help, it was hard because, so yeah, I think most of us yeah, that probably one. have been through that, uh, yeah. at one time or another. Absolutely. So that's pretty normal. Um, and, uh, looks like we have a, oh, we'll see, I lie. Um, this person's on Facebook and I see her name. So Stephanie, I see your comment. That's difficult. Does anyone want to chime in there, you guys?
2: Well, I, I mean, I'm happy to. How do you ever trust again? Um, tr- I. I always trust but verify is how I look mm. at it. I will trust someone, and then if something changes, I may not trust them as much. Um, and I really don't trust the the children. I've got three children that I'm estranged from out of five. Oh. And one's one died, so I've All basically right. got one child that talks to us. And when our son Philip died, you know that changed the dynamics of the family. And so there was a lot of grieving. I was heavily grieving, heavily, and they did not understand that because they felt like, oh, you loved him more than you loved us, you know? So there's, there's um, a lot of dynamics that come when a child dies. Um, and I, I really don't trust them because I, I see how they're operating. And, and I mean, I, I don't think I would trust them again. Not until they show me something different, because I can see that that's how what they're doing is when they don't get their way, they pull they pull away from me and take away affections and relationship. And to me, that's not a very healthy way of, of managing your life, um, because then it's just about control and, you know, them getting me to perform in a certain way. And I'm not going to do that, so... I don't know if I answered that very
3: very good, but that's how I feel. When they when they ask how can I trust again, I'm wondering what they're referring to trust the relationship, trust that if they come back they'll stay back, trust that they'll come back, trust that they're telling you. Well, yeah. I, I would like a little more detail to answer that question accurately. Sure. There's so many, there are so many corners, you know that that things hide in. Emotions and you know, and and to it's like, how do you sift through what is true and what isn't? You know, verify, it is, is it's very
1: well. Well, it looks like that person uh did respond. You should be able to see those too, I think, Nancy. Uh, the the responses, so she did say thank you, so she must have uh oh, okay, um, that must have helped. So, so cool, cool, cool. Um, and I see. Jeannie Rhodes, um, you're new to estrangement. I am so sorry. Uh, that's we know it. the The beginning for me was so so tough, as I'm sure it was for most everybody else. Um, and that is just it's it's depending on where you're at in your journey. I mean, it's it's very tough. <laughs> um, but, Shocking,
2: um, right? it's shocking in the beginning. Like what, is. what just happened?
3: It does. Like, I can't imagine you going through it with two of your kids and three, one died, but you're estranged with two, correct? Three. Right. Oh, okay. So my, our
2: youngest daughter is the one that is still, I mean, and she's over here all the time. She spent the night two days this week and we work together. Um, so her and I are very close. But her, and she doesn't understand her siblings. Now, I have a daughter that I've been estranged from for three years, and I did talk to her this week. We went to lunch in February. Um, But it's just, it's very odd to me. (laughs) It's very odd.
1: I think when we spoke, she was uh, getting ready to come over to your house that day, as I recall, so...
2: She didn't come over that day because I just said, well, I haven't talked to you in three years and now you're making demands to come over on a Sunday afternoon. That doesn't work for me.
3: So I I was like,
2: no, you don't have to do that. Because I think that's part of the game. Yeah. At least with my kids, part of the game is I will be in charge of you now.
1: I think with some of them, uh, some of them it is. Um, Jeannie, yeah. I see your, I see your comment. When, when will I stop crying? That's,
3: Oh, mm. there's no answer to that. There's no, there's no way to answer it. Um, I, my opinion is cry, 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 cry. Whenever you need to cry, get it out, you know, because they your tears have cleansing chemicals or something. I don't know scientifically, um, cause I have read this there's healing in tears. And you have to cry. If you don't cry, you're going to develop ulcers or some other probably, you know, problem in your body. Yeah. I almost died from the stress of it. So and I cried <laughs> it's, I think crying is your soul's way of healing, right? So too. And there's like no any of this lightly, it is not, you know, um, you can't really take it lightly. You have to let your body go through what needs to go through, all the stages of the grief, like Elizabeth Cooper Ross wrote about. And there's, there's no, there are no shortcuts. I think that's what I'm trying to say. There are no shortcuts. There's no date where you'll stop crying. At yeah. some point, after a good amount of time, and you decide to make some changes, you may decide not to go there, you know, every time. Like, oh, this, the rumination will really bring you down. And if you sit and think about it enough, you will get depressed and you will cry and you will be stuck in this hole. Yeah. And, but you have to be in that hole for a while. And, and you have to get strong enough to get out of it. So that next time you're in that hole, you've got stronger muscles to get out of it.
1: But, exactly. And, and, you know, I did, and it, it's not a popular opinion with some men, but I did my share of crying. Let me tell yeah. you, I, I was, I remember it vividly. I was in my in a meeting at work. And, and I, I may have told you guys this, but um, I was in a meeting at work. And I had it. It was very fresh. It was the first few months. Mm. Um, and mine started in September. So the holidays were coming up. It was this time of year. Mm. Um, and I, I I surely I tried to fix it before because I thought I could. I tried to fix it before the holidays and I just couldn't. So I'm in a meeting with people and I had done something wrong. I don't even remember what it was. And my boss asked me about it and I started to lose it in yeah. her office with all the people around. Yeah. So she cleared the office and we talked and whatever, but I just, you know, like you said, you, you, you have to go through those emotions and you have to let them out, whatever they are. And I've, in my experience with talking to other people in the groups, a lot of them didn't want to be angry either mm-hmm. at their kids or at themselves or the situation, whatever. I'm like, as long as you're not hurting somebody, be angry. Yeah. You oh,
3: know? I feel that too. Yeah. I think anger actually can help you. Because there are days yeah. where I'm walking around the house going, may I use the word? The Absolutely. F- word? <laughs> <And> I'll <laughs> be about my son and go, fuck you. Right. Yes, exactly. Right.
1: Sometimes. And, and, and that example right there, sometimes you have to say those things, right. You know, that aren't popular. Hopefully no one is offended, but if they are, I I apologize, but you know, I'm sorry. um,
2: No one can offend you without your permission. So, you know, (laughs) don't give us permission to offend you.
3: (laughs) You know, you gotta let anger out. You gotta punch a pillow, you know, yell, whatever. However, a certain amount of anger is justifiable. It's righteous anger. And it can, it can actually strengthen you in a yeah. way, not not you know, you know what I mean? It can help sure. it, for me. I went through tears and tears and grief and sadness and, and talking about it. to so my friends probably were like blocking my calls, you know, now they, I have good friends and they didn't, but I'm sure they wanted to. And, and there, so I finally got angry. It took years. And, that has been able and enabled me to detach more than I could before when I was in the grief and the hurt, and the victim, the victim role, you know, I was the victim and I don't don't think like that anymore. It's taken a long time though. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's an endless process with when you grieve a a living child, Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Um, yeah, um, Stephanie, I see your, your comment too. You're absolutely right. I know we passed by that a little bit, but it absolutely is a release. So um, like we were like we were saying so. Um, and I see, um, I don't know the, the name, but I see another comment um, from Facebook. It's nine yeah. years still crying. I've, I've talked to so many yeah, people. Awesome. Yeah, I've talked to so many people that are decades in sometimes. Oh. Um, and there's just sometimes it gets easier for some people. It just depends on you. Um and what you're where you're at. And what
3: your, side you want.
1: Right. Um, so you do have a choice in in how how you react to all of this, I guess, would be the be the way. Um, you know, they didn't give you a choice in it happening. But you ultimately have a choice in how you handle it. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how you move forward. So, mm-hmm. you do. Um,
2: well, that's when your power comes in, is when you realize I have a choice. Mm-hmm. Because even like when my son died for three years, I was in the victim mode. And right. I always feel like support shows up for where you're at. Well, all of my friends were not going to say, Stop crying about your dead son. Nobody right. was going to say that, right? and so they just supported me and like you know cuz they didn't know what to do or what to say or anything like that and but i knew i knew at some point i was going to have to get mad and get up and and take on my life and punch through this because otherwise it becomes your life
1: yeah and i
2: didn't want that to become my life just being in grief all the time and it was exhausting quite frankly I was
1: literally just going to say that it's, yes. it's,
2: so, it's like so heavy. You're just carrying it around. It's, you know what I said, Dawn, before it's, it's like having an app that's open on your phone, draining the battery. And maybe that. you're not even using the app, but it's always there open and it's just sucking the life out of you. Yeah. And so at some point I'm like, gee, I should just close the app. That would be a novel idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, it. it Some people will say, well, that sounds easy. And I know it does sound easy and it is easy, but it's a decision. It's like, you have to get to that place, or at least I did. I had to get to that place where I was trying to speak from myself because I don't know what other people do, but for me, I had to, I had to for my own sanity and my own, you know, and then I've handled this very similarly because this is grief too. Sure. It's it's a different kind of grief, but it is still grief. And
1: mm-hmm. unfortunately, you've experienced both well, kinds now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So.
3: I also have a friend who had two daughters. One died, and the other one was estranged. And then committed she committed suicide. The other daughter. Oh my well, gosh. Two Good. deaths and an estrangement. And she said, "You know what she said? Estrangement is harder." Yeah.
2: I've heard people say that. For me, it's not. But exactly. I I wouldn't think so. But I'm just because my goal was always to raise them to be independent of me. And they're doing that. They're off living their life. I know they're in the world. They're, you know, they have kids and they're enjoying their life. And that's always what I wanted for them. Ultimately, it wasn't to be dependent on me or anything. But that's not independent of you. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) not much. Yes. No, I hear you. That's the way to raise a child. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I know I, I spoke with um, a gentleman uh, a few weeks ago, Kenny Weiss. Um, he, he's a life coach and does a whole bunch of other things. And, you know, that's kind of the thing that he was saying too, was, you know, we, and, and all, of, all of his stuff, I wasn't necessarily on board with, but, um, you know, that we do raise them to be grown and independent and to leave, <laughs> yeah. you know, so that part's kind of the normal part of, of, of things and you want that. So um, just how much of the them not speaking to us now, how much of that is uh, something that we did or they perceive we did or how much of that is just that's the way they are, you know, so Every
3: case is so different, but it what is. what isn't different is how we feel as parents, you know, those, that there's a real bottom line on that, but every, every story, you know, in one of the, in my first book, I didn't tell my story and I'm not going to tell it in my second book because what's the point, right? And then they did that. And then they said that, and that was a lie. Who cares? We've all heard stories, but what I'm interested in is how do you work with, What happened? How do you work with the, you know, the absence of your beloved child? You know, so,
1: yeah, no, for sure. Um, So and, and, you know, I don't know. I don't think you were here yet, Nancy, but I um, uh, last week, as a matter of fact, I had an interview with uh, an estranged child and he's the latest interview on there. Wow. Um, his young man's name was Phil. He he had posted on uh, a couple of comments on the YouTube channel. He said he, I don't remember how he said he found it, but it it came up as a suggestion for him. Uh, my channel did, and he he posted a couple of comments which were very pleasant and you know just uh, kind, um, and um, he agreed to come on and and I interviewed him and it I think it went very well. Um, I've gotten a couple of positive comments from other people about his view. Um, You know, he is of the opinion, in a in a nutshell, um, that if, if your child has done this, then there is some reason whether or not they've told you, but there's some reason or maybe they've tried to tell you and and you didn't hear them or whatever, which does happen, I'm sure. Um, I don't think it's the case with everyone again, but it's from his perspective, but, but I think it went well and I would like to do more of those so that we see more of their perspectives and maybe it would help, um, somebody, especially new people just going through it. So, um,
3: uh, I'm curious, how do you, how do you think it would help a parent? Well, every story is different. Mm-hmm. Every child is different. And so I'm, I haven't heard the interview, so I don't know what he said, but sure. um, uh, I, I, I'm just wondering how that would work. Because-
1: well, I mean, I just think that, I mean, there could be, uh, you, you know, obviously we're not all perfect. None of, of us are perfect.
3: Not. Nobody you is. You know,
1: somebody had, we have done potentially, even if we don't know it, we might have done something that they took the wrong way or or whatever. And I'm just maybe if if we hear it, you know, it's kind of like, as I'm thinking about it, it's kind of like when you tell your kids something, you shouldn't do this. And they don't listen, you know, being kids. And then when their teacher that they respect, or someone else's parents tell them the same thing, then they do it, <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like
3: oh, know, they, w- they might
1: yeah. be able to hear it from someone else rather than their own child or parent. So, but, and maybe it would click,
3: but very often, and I've talked to a lot of people, very mm-hmm. often it's somehow skewed. It's either revisionist, sure. you know, maybe by a gate, the gatekeeper, the partner, the, the spouse, the in law. Or they they don't even remember it correctly or they believe the lies. I mean, there there's so many um traps in that kind of a, a way of going about it. I mean, most parents I've worked with have asked their child, What's the problem? Let right. me work through it with
1: you. As and, did I.
3: As did I. I yes. want to take responsibility. Yep. Writing re- so I mean, I don't see the value personally of having estranged children on going, well, yeah. Yeah. And giving all the reasons why they we know that we are already there, aren't we as parents? And we've heard it. Well,
1: I'll I'll rephrase. I asked, but I never got any answers. Okay. so
3: (laughs) there you go. Right. So if you're
1: not getting any answers from them, yeah, then that would be a place where it might be able to be helpful. But yeah, if your kid has already told you, well, you're a horrible person because of this. Well, I guess well, they, not yeah, much so, more to say. <laughs>
3: in some cases, they do tell their parents. Mine is a, an in-law problem, and yeah. my never said anything horrible to me. But he's colluded—you know—he's colluded with her. He's still with her, so I'm still not in the yeah. family. So, it, you know, these every story is different, every sure. reason is different, um, and and we—if we focus on, I guess, I have found. That if we focus on their behavior, their words, their everything, we're always going to be trying to fix it or being too overly codependent. I don't have a better word, yeah. than that. But um, and and you know in the in the people pleasing role or you know wanting more than they can give or want to give instead of just saying, all right, I'm the mother, I'm the father, I'm here. They know where I am, and maybe we'll talk. That right. I've said everything I can say. I've written letters of amends that fell right through them. That was a miss That was a mistake. Right. And, because and, they have it in writing,
2: right? And they can read it over and over and use I different. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: And then in my case, it was misinterpreted by the wife. You know. It, yes. Again, who cares about the story anymore? Right. You know, who cares about what they did? I care that I am on this earth, and less and less time. <laughs> <laughs> and I want it to be a good life. And if I'm always worried about, well, I, I can't believe I actually accidentally stuck him with a pin on his diaper and he remembered, you know? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know kids who grow up with drug addict parents, alcoholic parents, absent parents who love their parents and would never dream of doing this. So yes. yeah. that's why I think in in the case of being estranged from our children, adult children, we need to concentrate on our quality of life, not theirs anymore. We've yes. done I've done everything I can. It sounds like you have Michelle, and I know you have Don. So
1: yeah, that makes sense.
3: The hell sense. is it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, well, that's it. we love them. We'll always be here when they want and need right. us. But I'm not. I'm not willing to devote my life to this anymore.
1: Understood. You know, to,
3: yeah. To, yeah.
1: Um, there's I a couple. Nancy. Yeah, Step, Stephanie's made a couple of comments, so let me just make sure and and address her. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I see.
3: Through every that's <laughs> the opposite. Yeah, Everything well, I've worked with it has so much guilt.
1: Yeah, and and I felt like I did, even though I didn't quite understand. Sure. What it was. Yeah. Um, I. I, I thought surely I had to have done something. I just no, didn't probably. know what it was. We all have.
3: We all have. I, right. did, I made lots of mistakes. You kidding? Me. I've tried. I have apologized to my son for every single one of them.
1: Yeah. And he heard.
3: Sure. And he heard me.
1: That's, that's good. It. Yeah. That's good. Um, Stephanie, too. I think. Um, I, I think sometimes there is. Yes. Out-
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app.
1: I'd influence, definitely. Well, I no. think that's what you were just talking about, Nancy, right?
3: Absolutely, yes. Yeah. We, this would not have happened if my if my son had married somebody else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's what I initially thought was going on with mine. I mean, yes, we we both had a tiff with the with our uh, daughter in law, but then other things happened, and my my son is the one who decided to cut things off come to find out later, she, you know, was trying to get him to come, you know, contact us and come back and whatever. But um, with Mm -hmm. other, other things that went on that he had issues with, he decided to not, um, you know, in a nutshell. So, um, so, but yeah. um,
2: I have a perception of that, that I do believe the daughter-in-law is part of that. But at the end of the day, my son is responsible. Exactly. He's responsible for his relationship with me. Yeah. Um, And he needs to, well, he doesn't need to, he could, he has an opportunity to manage, you know, both his wife, just like my husband did with his mother. He still talks to his mother. And, you know, when I look at the way we were raised and, the amount of things that happened that we could have went like this, you know, and hands of them, that would have never even come to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I went to my parents and I think our culture now is is just a, like, just get rid of them. Just get them out of there. They're toxic or they throw these words around and it's like, in reality, they don't have any coping skills. No, they're too young. Uh, They don't really know how to work through things because when you have pain and trauma and things that happen to you, you learn to work through things and navigate them so that you become a stronger individual. Yes. Yeah. We see a lot of people not doing, they just don't cope. They go, well, I'll take a pill or I'll just get rid of them. And then it's like, how are you ever going to learn anything if that's how you handle it?
3: Yeah, yeah, they're still young. Well, my, my son's not that young, he's 52. <laughs>
1: right. yeah. I and mean,
3: you know, there's we can't control anybody, we can't control our child. It's hard than controlling our own thoughts, you know, right? <laughs> so, we just, yeah, I agree with I, you. Yeah.
1: I don't know, ho- ho- hold on a second though, Nancy. Okay, I still well, feel uh, like I'm young, I'm 54, but I'm I still young. feel like I'm young sometimes
3: well not not we now know that the brain doesn't fully develop until 25 or 26 years old so here I am a young mother at, at 22 going I'll do what my parents did well that you know you have no idea getting right. older that's that's the good news about getting older we do um get a lot more wisdom and learn you know peace is the most important thing to me at my I'm in my 70s and oh, I
1: my goodness it is
3: It's what I want peace of mind peace of you know making amends where i had to taking responsibility right. and then letting it all go yeah
1: yes. um so- yeah my my wife and i both were like sometimes we look and we're like we have these this boring little life but i'm like i'm okay with that because i see the drama on yeah. other places and i'm like yes mm-hmm.
3: yes absolutely yeah, yeah i i find i don't know if you guys do I find myself looking at the sky a lot or just water if I'm there or the trees, the wind. I mean, we've been through a lot. I mean, there's not to be underestimated the trauma of, of losing a relationship with our child. And I think in the end, we do learn there's a flip side. There's, I think there's an up and a downside to everything. And the upside here is I've learned how to sit with myself, how to be alone, how to, how to let things be as they are without fighting it. Yeah. Well,
2: and I think there's a piece of that, Nancy, like learning to be in the present moment. Yeah. It's very difficult. It takes practice. Yes. It's it's like being here right now because all suffering happens either in the future, what we're thinking about that we don't have or won't have, or in the past of, oh, maybe I could have done this better. I'm guilty or I should have done that. Or maybe I shouldn't have said that or they shouldn't have said that to me. But that's where all the suffering happens. And then what happens with our brains is we pull that past into the present. Mm-hmm. We live it in our brain today, and then it becomes our future. So we just get stuck in that wire, right. you know? So I think what you're talking about, really being present mm-hmm. and looking at the trees and, you know, <laughs> like being present, like we have dogs. We have these little yeah. dogs that we yeah. just love, them. taking mm-hmm. them for walks and yeah. enjoying yeah. our life. Yes my life being about some, you know, I say it's like jumbo shrimp because it's like adult child. They're not children anymore. That's They're, adults. They're adults. Like, okay. you know, do what you're going to do. Live your life.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So yep.
2: anyway, yep. sorry, I got on a roll there. <laughs>
1: that's okay. That's okay. That's what it's all about.
3: It was, there's um, a saying, um, I don't know if you've ever been to Al-Anon. I've, I've been to Al-Anon for adult children, you know, who uh, parents so the, of alcoholics, and uh, yeah. there's a saying: "Stop shooting all over yourself." Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a little graphic, but I but like it's it. oh so true. But that's what you were talking about. the front, you know, you're just standing. What are you doing about the present? You know,
1: yes, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: right now. So, somebody's asking what I think you mentioned, <laughs> Nancy, about the gatekeeper. Oh um, yes, gatekeeper. So.
3: Oh, Yeah, I have one like that, too. Yeah, that's my daughter law.
1: Yeah, I my think daughter, that happens a lot. It,
3: you know what? I've coached a lot of people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just keeping track of my own in my own practice. Yeah. That, who who initiates the estrangement? Right. It's in my no. this is only in my study. Ninety nine percent is a female. It's either a daughter, hmm. lots of daughters. And daughters-in-law. Guys rarely do. Guys will go along with the woman. They will, you know, they're part of it, but they don't initiate it.
1: Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. That's
3: right. (laughs) That's where he my son is at. And you know, he tell you whole stories about that.
1: But I'm going to.
3: Yeah, the gatekeeper is can be very dangerous. Very dangerous for your relationship with. the the spouse or partner of a gatekeeper. The gatekeeper, because I think maybe they may have been asking, is the one who who guards the home, the children, the spouse, and decides who can come in and who can't. And in this case, it's my daughter-in-law. And in your case.
2: Well, she's saying he took her off social media, cut her off from her family. That's the guy. know if they're okay. I mean, that's... That's that surprised. sounds to me like abusive behavior.
3: Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Scary. You know,
2: I would be very concerned about
3: that. Yeah, I would too. Very much so. Is there another one? Yeah.
1: I'm not sure if this is the same person because it doesn't have their name, but.
3: Um... No, it's just. Yeah, you're right. It's not always a woman. Yeah. And I think she's referring to what I said. Oh, absolutely not always, but.
0: Gotcha. Most
3: of the time it's a woman I don't yeah. know I don't have any answers about that and there are definitely guys who, who get of
0: course body.
3: yeah controlling yeah, yeah. But like
1: you said that's yeah. you know what you're seeing in your yeah you
3: know, just just practice. in my world where I've been the people I've been working with
1: yeah so that sense. Yeah, and, but... and Stephanie is agreeing the, the daughter-in-law is also a <laughs> gatekeeper yeah. So, yeah yeah for sure um, and that's what I assumed was going on. Like I said, with my, with my son and it ended up being a little different. So, uh,
3: so done. Um, yes. not to change the subject. You had Absolutely.
1: mentioned,
3: you had mentioned talking about the holidays coming up, which is yes. very hard for parents. Yes. So maybe we can touch on that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I know in the, in the Facebook group I'm in, which I know some of these people from Facebook are in, in one of those groups. Um, we start seeing an influx of people Mm -hmm. right left just before Halloween, after Halloween and up until the beginning of the year. So, um, of, of new people. And it's for me, like I said, it was, it was this time of year and it was, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I made some notes about, um, about it and I think, you know, trying to, difficult as it is, uh, and and I'm certainly not saying it's not not difficult, but um, trying to find someone else to um, maybe you can volunteer, you can volunteer at a pet shelter, you can adopt some other family, you know, depending on your situation, obviously. Um, but it's definitely a, a terrible time of the year. Um, and there's... I think the key, for me anyway, was not being, and for some people it's difficult because they literally are alone, but if you have an option not to be alone um, during some of that, I think is important. What do you guys think?
2: Michelle? Well, um, we have been doing different things. So we're traveling, we're we're just doing us. It's like, you guys do you, we'll do us. So we're actually going on a trip to Mexico. My daughter and her fiance are going with us and we're going to go down to, um, the Yucatan peninsula down there and go to the ruins and like, just really make a nice vacation. Um, I'm sure they won't like that. They, they feel like we give too much money to my daughter and there's been different things said, I don't know what they think, but that's, what's been said. Right. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I feel like we'll take that money that we were going to spend on them and the kids, and yeah, we'll them for ourselves. And and that's how we're handling it. May seem maybe it seems selfish. I don't know, but I'm not going to sit around with my knitting needles and cry in my soup. You know, that's because that, I feel like each each of my kids is a little bit different. But with my son specifically, he's doing this to hurt us. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know his motive. Our oldest daughter, she feels like she can't deal with us. And that, that a lot of that is from the grief. And she's just got some challenges in her life that I don't necessarily think it is about us. Um, And then our other daughter, she has a gatekeeper um, who happens to be another girl. And so she's in a same sex relationship. And that girl has done exactly what, um, I don't know who it was. I don't think they had a name, but you know, she's made our daughter sell her car. Mm. She doesn't drive anymore. She drives her everywhere. The other girl does. Um, she doesn't work. She's quit her job that she's had since she was 18 and she's 28. Um, and she's very controlling. So she's controlling everything. Mm. And, I have some challenges with that. I I think that seems unhealthy and I'm really working on also not judging it because it's not my place. She's an adult. Go live your life again. Um, But I don't really understand how we don't fit into that picture. So with the holidays with them, we just won't see them. I spoke to her the other day. It didn't really end well. It didn't really go well. Um, because I'm kind of, you know, like you, Nancy. I'm calling horse shit, <laughs> so it's yeah. it's like I'm sick of it, and I'm I'm sick of you know the whole story of the guy digging through the manure, going, "There's got to be a pony in here somewhere." I'm like, "There's no pony. It's just no horse pony shit. In there." <laughs> I'm sick of it. <laughs> so sorry, Dawn, because no. on your live part of this. Okay. Um,
3: uh, I would like to share. um, yes. Years ago, I was studying music therapy, and um, I had a guitar, and I went into this hospital for my um, internship. And they said, OK, you're going to go to this guy. He's paralyzed from the, from the neck down. He had Something happened to him. He was only in his 40s. And I walked into the room, and he looked at me with a big smile. And he said, oh, how wonderful. You're here. I'm so happy you're here. It was Christmas time. Yeah. And so I, I, I was I felt really dumb because I'm not really a singer. I can play guitar. So I started doing "Sing joy to the world, you know, badly. And he went, "Oh, he didn't clap. He said, "Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful." And he was in a hospital for four months, and no end in sight because he was paralyzed.
1: Oh. This man
3: had. And he had full use of everything, something, he got a fever or something. And so he was so grateful and so kind. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, what do you live for? And I said, Mm. "Uh, I don't know. I I don't even know what I answered. And he said, I'll tell you what I live for every minute. Mm. And that has stayed with me. I spent one Christmas deliberately by myself so I could see what it was like right and i cried i played music i talked on the phone and and i got through it and i got through it i think quite well so if you stay centered in in that gratitude just for being who you are and being alive and for yet another season you know yeah. and like you said Michelle taking it one day at a time one minute at a time and you know and being with your husband and enjoying you know spending money on fun things um doesn't matter if you're alone or with somebody as long as you have this spirit inside you that is okay you know and that's where the that's where i live during the holidays i try to connect you know to the universe or whatever your beliefs are you know right right it sounds like oh goody yeah that sounds great it's the only. Recourse I have found that helps. Right, being with I mean, a lot of people is okay, but I wanted it to be okay to be alone. Yeah, I've never done it.
1: That's good. That's good mm-hmm. advice. Um, I remember
3: that guy, Mister White. Yeah, or Conrad. Whatever his name was, I forget now. <laughs> never forget him. Uh, I can still see his face. He, all you can see was his face. Couldn't move. Wow. He was going home. Thanks for Christmas. I think he said for two hours because that's as long as he could be away from all the machines that he was on.
1: Yeah.
3: And he was mm. so excited about it. I
1: mean. Wow. Yeah. Gives you perspective.
3: It kind of does. You know, it kind of does.
1: Somebody really in that awesome. situation, that's what their, you know, that's and what I their attitude that. is.
3: Let your kids do what they're doing. Let them, yeah. let them do their grown up whatever they're doing with their families let them go and you concentrate on you your life your goodness
1: i was going to say even with my kids that were never estranged um I, we usually do a thanksgiving of some sort but for christmas the last few years my wife and i've done chinese you know cuz <laughs> like christmas
3: know, story
1: or or pizza you know <laughs> yeah. and i'm like it's just us. We're not going to get, we don't have to clean all that. We don't have to do no, all
3: that. You have to buy into the hype. You know, yeah. I, one of the things I think it was in my blog or a book, I said, what, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas. How do you do that when Christmas is built around
1: families? Yeah.
3: I don't have an answer, <laughs> you know,
1: I know. And I see a, I see a comment from somebody else that touches on that in a second, but I want to get to Elizabeth. Uh, yeah, Lizbeth. Um, the grandchildren, that was really the oh, toughest for me too. I mean, the kids are one thing, but that tiny little new life, it was because I would be out to dinner with my wife and see what was clearly a grand parent and child together. And it just destroyed me. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're definitely not wrong there. That's, The most difficult part, if there's grandchildren involved, yes, that's the most difficult part. I think in a big way.
3: I agree. I I have four grandchildren. I didn't see them for ten years, so (sighs) I missed I missed the growing up. I did run with them as babies right after the contract, and had some good years. And but I'm not. I I live thirty minutes away. I'm not invited to Christmas. I was uninvited to a graduation. My you know my grandson invited me and his wife his mother said no and like so it, it the grandchildren is that is where the the knife is right there that that was harder i mean your child is hard too but the grand yeah. missing those years i will never get them back they will never be able to bond with me as a young younger grandmother and i with them so it was a terrible thing they did i don't, I don't understand that
2: see my granddaughter. So I'm yeah. happy about that. I don't get to see my grandson because he's a baby.
3: Wow. but
2: um, And I tell her, I'm like, you know, I always love you and I always want to see you. Yeah. I, I will go because my son is not with her mother. So I will go around him if I have to and go to the other grandmother. I'll do whatever I have to do. Good. Um, yeah. I couldn't do it because she was, you know, she's eight. It's not like she doesn't know us. She spent right. time with us. And so he's harming her in that too.
3: Oh, it's a terrible thing to do to the children. He's
2: letting us see her. We had her yesterday. So I'm happy Uh, about that.
3: Good. Well, that's, you're lucky there. Yes. But to answer that question. Yeah, that is, it's unconscionable.
2: Do you have, did you have other like grandchildren that were infants that you, that never really knew you?
3: Yeah, two little ones, twin girls. Uh, last time I saw them, they were three. So did you ever
2: I thought, feel like you didn't want
3: to get attached to them? Yeah, I, I did. I did. But I thought, what's the high road here? So I always sent gifts and little stupid shit that I could think of. You know, that might be fun for them. And and they know about me. My son has kept me alive to them. I wrote music for their when they were born, lullabies for each kid. So he played this music. And uh, yes, but it's it, but it's not the same as. Being in the room with them, you know, so right. they know about me, but I didn't know them. And we reunited in 2019 for a weekend, and the mother mother made sure that I didn't see the girls more than two hours. But okay, at least I saw them. Yeah. It's it's ugly. It's a very ugly dynamic.
2: Well, we're in we're in a court battle for visitation for one, but it's so uh-huh. different. It's a little bit different because it's our son that died.
3: Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. I
1: hope you win on that one. Yeah, okay. I remember you a bit. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. So mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. Um let's see. We have yeah, uh, um I know I suggested about being with those famous. I was actually just talking to somebody the other day, the, an interview I haven't haven't posted yet. I haven't edited yet. Um the the mom, same thing. It was it was too difficult.
3: So, I get that. I totally get yeah. that. And yeah. if what you and do, it, then you do that,
1: yeah. right? And it, like I said, that, like we've been saying, it doesn't. Everything doesn't work for everybody. But yeah. you know, there's all kinds of ideas that you know that that you know you you take what works and and get rid of all the rest. I'm exactly. sure everybody's heard that about. Plus,
3: always a big hype, anyway. Let's face it. You know, it's, yeah. it's built for yeah. most people can't come up to it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, I don't know who this user, Facebook user, is, but, um, um, yeah, I was initially cut off. Yeah, with with no contact at all. Me too. Um, me too. Many, many are. Yeah, I yeah.
2: have both. You get both. I have. I, we both. circumvent because I have my granddaughter from my son that died. His name is Philip, and then my other granddaughter, and so they're old enough that they text each other and call each other. And then she's like, I want to see you, you know? And so he kind of works with us on that, but I don't ever have any contact with him. It's through them. Like she'll say, I'll ask my uncle if I can come over. If oh God. My granddaughter can come over here. And so it's more like that. Well, at least it's just that,
3: but oh, yeah. great Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, basically, I've been at this for 20 years, so yeah. I'm pretty, pretty fed up with, with their behavior, <laughs> I have to say. Yeah. Well, has your I, son I, ever I, come I back, Nancy, at all? Has my, he ever come back? My son, yes. He he has, and he's, he's made an effort, but he's still married to somebody who uh, controls everybody. It's, it's a narcissist, borderline personality disorder situation. I hate to throw out, you know therapeutic terms, but it's the truth. I mean, she, she completely controls everybody in the family. Everyone's afraid of her. And so that's his life and he chooses it. And, and that has to be something that I have to accept, you know? So yeah, but he does text me and every now and then he calls and every now and then we go to dinner. So it's better, but you know what? It's like an out of body experience. It's like, I barely know him anymore. And it, and I, you know, it's it's like, okay, great. Uh, okay. Right. It's not. It's not great.
1: Um, so Kathy also asked, "Your siblings act toward you sense of straight. <laughs> um, oh. yeah. It's very
2: common to lose all of them. Yeah. Common, I do. What was that? I think it's common. Like my oldest daughter was the leader of this. And once she, she was just like, well, mom and dad are this way. So I'll just cut them off. The other kids were like, Oh my God, you can do that. Like, how can you do that? And now they've done it, you know, fast forward. So I think people jump on the bandwagon it becomes almost like a mob mentality kind of thing. Yeah. And
1: and I think she was asking about her sisters and I've heard that before too, where, you know, um, not just your kids but your other extended family will then <laughs> estrange from you and they'll co- what's the right word? I don't know. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, with the estranged child. So I think that might be what she's talking about. It's it's definitely yeah.
3: it happened. Not in my case, but my family has been cut off completely, you know, from yeah. From them. And we're all like, what? But no, uh, thankfully, but I just have one kid. So who knows? They could they could. It happens a lot with siblings.
1: It you does. To talk to yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she asked that in a subsequent question about the extended family. So, yeah, it definitely um, um, happens with the extended family. So, yeah. Um, so let's see. Stephanie, my granddaughter one time for about 20 minutes. and She was doing so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh yeah.
3: Yeah, that's just
1: terrible. It's, you know, and in that case, I mean, it's harder on you at yeah. that point than it is the child, the grandchild, because mm-hmm. you know they don't know you. But um, that's, that's kind cool. of the way it was with my granddaughter. She was older, but not I don't not quite old enough to really understand who we were because we weren't around all the time either. We lived about an hour or so apart, so it's not like we were over every weekend, you know. Um, so it was kind of similar um, so when we got reintroduced i kinda we they kind of had to tell her well this is you know you used to call him grumpy because she couldn't say grandpa um so grumpy <laughs> grumpy has stuck oh, that's my, my name <laughs> that's funny. which is terribly appropriate sometimes <laughs> um and so we had to reintroduce her and and whatever and it was great but uh um you know so that definitely happened with mine too. Um, someone else, another user, grandkids—they've never met. Yeah, it. I'm sure. We did it. Yeah, so many people out there, us in, included, in some of them. Um, you know, I uh, had had things not altered. I'm sure there would have been a lot of that for me too. So. Um,
2: I had a friend this week that I knew, well, I mean, I, we're friends on Facebook now, but I knew her 30 years ago when my kids were little, we raised our kids together in Omaha. And she said that I saw that one of the boys had gotten married and it said, we really miss our dad. And I reached out to him like, what happened to their dad? Cause I knew they'd gotten divorced and he lived in Florida. And she said, Oh, he, a year ago, he dropped dead in his house. And they were estranged from him. And now all the kids are really, really struggling with that. Um, And yeah, I mean, and she said that they, you know, they all have a lot of guilt. He tried to make up with them several times. He wrote letters. He called them, you know, everything.
1: Stuff we've done.
2: And they all have anything to do with him. And now they're realizing life is short. Life goes quickly. And things can happen that you don't anticipate when you're young. And then it's too late. That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um, Michelle, you might be able to glean a little on this since you've,
2: of course,
1: it's a little different your situation, but maybe you've heard some Uh, about.
2: Well, we've been, we've spent plenty of money on attorneys. Um, Grandparents' visitation, it depends on your state, of course. I'm in Arizona. But in Arizona, the way it works is you can get visitation pretty, fairly easily but it's going to be, you know, maybe once a month on a Sunday afternoon for a couple of hours. Um, And it's going to cost you between 7,500 and 10,000 to get that. Yeah. And depending on how hard they fight you. Um, We did get visitation uh, with our granddaughter and it's a whole thing now. So they've done some other work around things and, um, so we have court in January. We'll find out if we you know can get her at least what we're asking for is full custody in her situation. but that's because my son died and we've spent we've spent her whole life with her. So yeah, it's a whole different situation than this. But right. if my son wasn't letting me see her granddaughter, I think I would go that route because, yeah, I would want to see her. Now he has a baby that I don't have any interest in seeing. I am not attached to that baby and I'm don't plan on getting into, I don't trust him. You know, that was the first thing we started with. How do you trust again? Well, I don't, I'm not going to trust that that he won't pull that relationship away. And I don't want that. I'm not going to do that.
3: Yeah. I've worked with some people who all fail at getting any visitation. I don't remember what States they're in, but, um, it's, it depends on your states, but yeah. you know, they, so it's it, good luck. I mean, I it's think a,
1: state, uphill battle.
3: It's an uphill battle. Thank you. And, and if you have a state that supports grandparents' rights, fabulous. If not, right. you could lose a lot of money and time.
1: And you I don't that. believe here in Florida, I don't believe they do. Florida's
3: so. not. No, um, I used to live in Florida. I'm still a resident of Florida most yep.
2: attorneys will give you a free consult on it and find a good yeah. family law attorney you know i would ask that question of them yeah,
3: yeah. and it also al- can potentially alienate your adult child free time definitely yeah but your case of course is different but
2: not really <laughs> she's a she's now her mom is estranged, strange so <laughs> Oh, mm.
3: that's tough but.
1: um
3: Nobody would talk about this when we were having our kids because it didn't happen, or at least we didn't know about it. You know.
1: Yeah, you know, and and the more people I talk to though, I mean, I think I think we didn't call it what it is now. And it didn't happen to the extent, I don't think. I think there were issues. Um, because the more people I've talked to and the more you've looked they've looked back in their family because I did it, you know, I'm like, oh well, yeah, there was it.
3: about that
1: yeah you know i just didn't realize what it was right um i don't think it was the well i could be wrong because i wasn't terribly close with a lot of my family um but um i don't think it was necessarily the you are a terrible person i'm going to cut you out of my life i think it was more of the drifting away and or a little snubbing yeah yeah So at least that's what I'm telling myself. I could be wrong. (laughs) Um, but I think if uh, there's
2: abuse involved or something like that, to me, that would be justified. If some, I don't need to take anyone's abuse and they don't need to take my abuse. Like if, you know, if Um, I was abusive to my kid, I, I would see it more from their perspective, but that isn't, I think I'm a very strong personality and I say what I want. Um, and I curb that. They might not think I do, but I do. And I think that that they have a problem with that. So I work on it. Right. It's yeah. all you can do. But there's no abuse, you know? No. Right. And I think that's what bothers me.
1: And so- even though you might ha- be a strong personality, you don't do it intentionally to make them upset. It's just who you are. And if you, you know, realize it's having an issue, then like you said, you try to alter it a little bit
2: when they come to me when they want something done too
3: (laughs) (laughs) so they they take advantage (laughs) of it when i need to yeah yeah i get that one
1: yeah yeah um and then here's another one from kathy uh why are children learning one in conflict that's a it seems like our car kids generations, and especially the new new generation of kids, they just don't talk. You know, they don't they don't actually communicate. They don't. I don't know if they know how.
3: There, a lot um, of them are confrontational avoidant. What,
1: yes. What yes. you call that, Nancy?
3: Confrontational avoidant. Yes. So well, it, they just act on.
1: Everything's nothing. here. Yeah. You know? So, and
3: I've read that that this is a growing problem. That that this generation, uh, the <laughs> part of the brain that controls the thumb
1: yeah.
3: is growing larger, and the part of the brain, like the frontal court, uh, I forget what it's called off the top of my head,
2: frontal uh, cortex, uh,
3: that part of the brain that's you know are the emotions and compassion is shrinking in college kids that they did this study on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then some people are, are, are commenting about just it being easy to delete people from your life and, and whatever. And yeah. So, um, and it is the mentality.
3: Yeah. I think this is all the terms that are new. Cancel culture, ghosting, right. uh, the phone thing, whatever you just said. So yeah, there's yeah. something going on here. There's a really
2: good book that I'm reading. It's called stolen focus and it's all about the focus of our children adults as well yeah yeah but as we're raising them up in this culture of just being on their phone all the time um it's really harming our culture oh yes
3: very much so
1: yeah yeah for sure so well um well, I really uh, appreciate you guys being here today, I think, uh, and we've gotten some really good responses. We'll definitely, I'll definitely do it again for for everyone, um, you know, um, but uh, I know Nancy has a couple of books, so I'm sure you can find her on Facebook. I looked earlier, so if you want to look up uh, Nancy for that um, and... Michelle I know you've been through a lot and you've gone through a lot of counseling and you know I think you you mentioned you have your um, your, your lady that you guys go to and you've gone to for years so
2: I'm a counselor um, I just go for like I think it's kind of like
1: maintenance. Right that's what you said. Yeah it's that's okay.
2: right. I just go I mean you know I kind of consider her a friend at this point it's like two friends <laughs> sitting around drinking coffee at this point but All right. You're <You're> If anybody's looking to buy uh, Arizona real estate, I'm your girl for that. I guess. Hey, that there you be go. My thing to plug, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to think. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, don't and don't I tempt me. Have, we might move.
3: <laughs> I have uh, my books are on Amazon and everything, but I also have. If you don't want to buy anything, I have a blog that's free. Oh, cool. So, and um, what's your blog? Uh, grandparentsdeniedaccess.com. dot com. Oh, excellent. Cool. And uh, you can write to me. I have an email on there. And I think there's a link to my book. I'm not sure. I can't remember now. I haven't written for a while because I've been moving. and I,
1: ah, Oh, that's no I'm fun. I'm never
3: going to move again. It's <laughs> too <So> much. <laughs> uh,
2: Grandparentsdeniedaccess.com. Okay, I will check it out. I guess I could, is it okay, Don, if I say my son, Philip, I, you know, I talk a lot about grief on there. Um, I have philipshelton.com. That's my blog about my family. Oh, that's like, right. Life. You did
1: tell me that. Yeah.
2: So, okay. And you don't have to buy anything there either. <laughs> <laughs> right. well,
3: yeah. yeah. My second okay. book is more about reconcil- reconciling and a lot of the dynamics and fit- pitfalls and that.
1: Yeah, just like the that. person asked early on about being you know or are you just wait i don't remember how they put it but are you just waiting for it to happen again you know so uh that's one of the you know one what, of the things with
3: interesting you got a oh, spin
1: it in on. I hey, see did, that
3: did you see
2: this gal that or who i don't know if it's a man or a woman but it says also there's a playbook out there that gives a step-by-step guide of how to cut off your family oh wow. goodness i did that's not see that
1: interesting
3: really yeah yeah.
1: well I was talking to well I've talked to a f- couple of people they've mentioned it but just the other actually the estranged child mentioned um, reddit and that's not a place we want to go because they're very uh, negative on there about you mean know, they just spew it all you know um, and it's all public so you know we're, there's private Facebook groups you know that's one thing you know you just let people, like in our private Facebook group, we just let people vent if they need to or whatever, but some of the public stuff, you just don't want to see some of that. So I would avoid that if anybody is listening to that. <laughs> um, yeah. Just not a good place to go. Um, no, it's to not fill, productive.
3: Fill your head with good things. Yeah, yeah for, sure, really. for watch, sure. Watch your thoughts. Yeah. Read yeah. up books, listen to good good stuff, you know, on YouTube or whatever. So, yeah. I mean, Fill
1: yourself up with, with positive and light, you know, for sure. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys again. We're going to, I think, go for now. And, um, if you guys have any, if anybody else has questions, any of the listeners, um, obviously you have my Facebook and or, um, YouTube, wherever you're listening at, hit me up. Um, and you can contact nancy and michelle at those places that that they mentioned and uh and i will i will do it again uh here in the near future so i appreciate you guys coming and um so we will uh talk to you guys soon
2: thank you for having
1: me yes thank you 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 betcha thank you guys